Welcome everyone to Stepping Into Your Leadership. I'm your host, Christine Courtney. Our goal here is to give you some actionable takeaways that will help you lead your teams. Thanks for joining us on this leadership journey. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Stepping Into Your Leadership. I'm your host, Christine Courtney, teacher, coach, facilitator of leadership skills. And I'm really excited today to welcome back to this episode, one of my favorite co-hosts, Greg Shammy. Greg in the house. Hi, Christine. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm thrilled. I love this topic. Greg and I coach and facilitate leadership in many, many different companies. And one of the things almost everyone asks us about at some point or another is whether or not they as a company or they as a person should do some of these workplace-based assessments. In this episode, we're going to give you an overall view of some of the workplace-based assessments that are out there and why or why not to choose to do them. Then in future episodes, we're going to go take a deep dive into each one of those assessments so that you can get an idea of which one might be more interesting to you. Or if at your workplace, they're doing them already, you can learn a little bit more about them. Does that sound good? Greg? <laughs> sounds great. There's no one else yeah, to well, answer. Sounds great. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> whew, all right. So, workplace based personality assessments. Where do they come from? Why do we do them? I will tell you, Greg, that diving into the research of this, they've been around for more than 50 years now. Many of them are based on some of the same research that happened way back then. They're just slightly different in the way they look at things. So you'll see a lot of similarities if you're someone who's taken a lot of these assessments already. In addition, besides being around for a long time, they're also a huge growing market. I mean, over, I think, 500 million is spent on by companies worldwide on doing these assessments, it seems to be a growing market. So like 10% a year growth in this industry. And so it's really interesting that this isn't going anywhere. We're going to see a lot more of these assessments being used by organizations. And personally, I think there's a good reason for that. I think that they're fun and interesting. People like to look at themselves and others and see how to get better at interpersonal effectiveness and self-awareness, and they help in collaboration and productivity if they're used correctly. That's absolutely correct. I I find them fascinating, and I think that Mm. they are an amazing starting place, you know, to jump off from. And like you said in your second point there, people love things about themselves. So I always want to see something that is coming back about me about my strengths, about my opportunities for improvement or areas for improvement. Those are things I'm obviously very interested in because I would say most people we work with, and please tell me you disagree with me, Christine, if you do, but most people we work with in terms of developing their leadership want to get better, right? So at the core of that desire for improvement, you have this fantastic way of assessing all these different you know, models, you know, where am I in this and where can I get better? Yes. And we as a company, our organization do these all the time. 
because if we're going to ever use them with our clients, we're always going to start with like, how does it work with us first? And then take that information and knowledge that we get from using it ourselves and how we work together and take the best of that and bring that out to the assessments that we choose to focus on. The first one we're going to look at in one of the episodes is social styles and versatility, which is one of the assessments that we use probably most often. Two is we're going to focus on working genius, the six types of working genius, which is very popular right now and definitely one of my favorites. So if you're interested in learning more about that, check out that episode. We also will focus on Myers-Briggs, which is probably the most well-known assessment that is out there. We'll also focus on DISC, which is extremely popular. We will also focus on VIA Strengths Finders and Positive Intelligence. If you're interested in any of those ones, check out those episodes as we go take a deeper dive into that. But overall, if you're someone who's thinking about taking one of these uh, assessments into your workplace, using it with your staff, let's let you know a little bit about these. First of all, they were started about, like I said, over 50 years ago, based in social science research, used with millions and millions of people in thousands and thousands of workplaces worldwide. Every time we do this, we see the place light up in terms of people learning more about themselves, how they can get better in ways that we don't usually talk about in the workplace, right? So one of the things that it works on is social intelligence, right? So you're going to have work on emotional intelligence and social intelligence. And we really see the confluence of both of those things happen with these assessments, Greg, can you think of some stories or some places where you've seen somebody change as a result of doing this work? Uh, absolutely. I use these assessments, like I said, a starting place in a lot of the one-on-one coaching that we do with the multi-level players. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating because, you know, they get a report after they take the assessment and it highlights certain areas, like I was saying, that they then are able to talk more specifically about from their own perspective. And so we'll go through, you know, the different, the different things that come up in the test. And again, it's, it's a place for them to be able to connect the dots for me as their coach. And then to, you know, for me to obviously be able to ask questions and go deeper and see what the root cause is of, a lot of the things that may be holding them back from, you know, taking it to the next level in those areas. Yeah. And I, that makes sense. Yes. And I find what's great about that is that there is very little defensiveness when people are reading a report about themselves that is generated by a machine (laughs) that was generated by them answering their own questions. So it kind of releases any sort of difficult conversation that a manager needs to have or even a coach because it's out there on paper based on what you said about yourself. It's self-reported. I think that is a huge point, Christine. I think that is a huge point that is definitely a benefit because if you if we can get the person to buy in to their own development, that's when the development happens, right? As the coach, I can't develop you. As the coach, I can inspire you to develop yourself. And so I think you, you hit it on the nose there with what these what's great about these, these assessments 
is that it gives people an immediate buy-in to looking at themselves, reflecting, and coming up with areas they want to really take to the next the next plateau, next level. And sometimes these assessments can take 10 minutes, sometimes even faster, or they can be much longer, right? We have some assessments that can take you, you know, 20 minutes, a half an hour, depending on the assessment. And some much more complex assessments can be done over a few days. The ones that we're going to talk about are generally within the 10 to 20, 25 minute range in terms of the amount of time it takes for each of your employees to take this assessment. They self-report it on the computer. It's anonymous comes up, they immediately get a report back to themselves. It then comes to us where we can see where that's where it is not anonymous. We can see where they fit on the different quadrants. Generally, they're all related to quadrants or maybe it's on a disc set scale, whatever those things are. Then it gives them a report that comes out. They go come into the session, the workshop session that we do with them where we kind of dig deeper into that and help explain it and play some really fun games or activities that help people see themselves in the light where they have an aha moment, but also in a fun, relaxed way. And we find that if people are relaxed in how they do this, not so tense, they actually learn more, right? That's the idea. And to Greg's point that even if they hear some things that are maybe difficult for them to hear when they get back their reports, they generally enjoy it because it's about themselves, right? We want to know more about ourselves. And we're finding that young people today in the workplace really crave this. They crave learning more. They crave mentorship. They crave learning and growing. And so this is one of those ways that you can give this to them fairly easily. There are also assessments that are 360 reviews like so that, in other words, it's not just your own assessment, but, every, you know, maybe you pick a handful of people that also complete this. We see this sometimes in five dysfunctions of a team doing some of their assessments where you have the whole team completing this as an assessment on how their team does. Right. So in that case, more people would be involved with it. We also have assessments where we see people are reporting on who works for them or works with them. We generally focus in on the self-assessment piece of this. Although there are many times that we can be in a relationship with a company that wants to grow their teams, we would do some of those more team assessments. In most of the cases that we're looking at, we're looking at self-assessments. I think they're, one, they're the easiest to administer. Two, they have the least amount of defense around it. A lot of times we have people, Greg, come to us and say, well, I don't like to fit into a box. I, they want to fight the science of this. And usually we're like, it's okay. If you think you're something else or you belong in a different quadrant, then that's fine. Like listen to the whole workshop and see if you want to change. And I'd say 90% of the time at the end of the, the session, they're like, yeah, I think this is probably right. Occasionally, if you're overthinking the test when you take it, then you may be put into something that is less really who you are and more an idea of who you wish that you were. And that susses itself out pretty quickly too. So don't worry about that. If you're interested in doing this with your company, it's a very small percentage of people that want to argue it. And once you can show them the logic of it, it starts to make sense for them and how they can use it to further their career and their effectiveness in the workplace. And just like Greg said, almost everybody we work with wants to get better in how they relate to people and even in their leadership skills. 
The other thing that's great about the group sessions that you were talking about that we do is that not only do they work on themselves and the elements that come up in the assessments, they then get to cross connect with the different quadrants. And so they get to see like, what are the most effective elements to use when working with someone who's Mm -hmm. different than you? What are their preferences and how you communicate with them? And and how do you play to that in order to, to get what you want? in those interactions. So I love in the, the, the individual and the team piece, the, the dynamics are great because you get to dig deep into you and then you get to dig deep into, okay, how do I work with others in different categories? Yeah. And as a boss, one of the things that sometimes happens is that you can see the value of different people, but they don't always see the value in each other because they're so different from each other. So if I'm somebody who's really good at analysis and looking at things very closely in the details of things, I don't always appreciate that person who may not have those skills, but have the skills of improvisation or thinking on their feet. Those two people sometimes have a hard time working together because their their value system is different and how they look at strengths and what's important is different. And so if we can open that up through these assessments, then me as the boss doesn't have to constantly negotiate between those two styles. The employees themselves have that moment of like, oh, I'm not good at this, but this is important. And I love that Greg's good at this. And I'm going to therefore stop judging him or myself and open up more to the possibility of how the two of us, if we work together, can be a powerhouse team. And that essentially is what we want, is we want more effectiveness at work. We want better results. And I find that that's what we see a lot happen as a result of doing these. And even more specifically for people leaders, managers of of people who have direct reports, it's fantastic because they... they get so much about learning, so much learning about their direct reports. And they're able to, again, play to those areas if they know where where they are and and what their preferences are so as the supervisor as the manager they can really start to focus in on those on those areas and vice versa for the direct report it's very helpful to learn the manager's areas as well and and what works for them so that they can they could play them as well it just enhances the all-around collaborative piece yes and even on an interpersonal effectiveness level myself, I use it. I have to report to a board of directors. I have specifically to the chairperson of that board. And she is very detail-oriented, which is not necessarily how I am. And so I have to think before those meetings, how can I take what is my natural skills and tweak them or be a little more versatile in how I'm going to present so that I can think ahead of the areas where she's going to see gaps in what I want to get accomplished. Because in order to get pushed through, whether it's a budget item, whether it's a, uh, a new vision for the company, any of that, she's going to want a lot more details than I'm used to having to produce. And that's a good lesson for me. And doing these assessments, and I've done so many of them, I learned that. Sometimes the hard way. I think early in my career, I could have been more effective if I would have known some of these things naturally and understood how to read others and what may be more effective in communicating with them quicker. So if you want to see your teams and where you work grow fast, 
try doing one of these assessments with them. You can do it. There's many different ones to choose from. We have many episodes that you can choose from of which ones might be right for your organization. We're happy to help anybody who wants to talk about this because we love it. So a lot of times with organizations, we know, Greg, this one's going to work with them. This one, not so much based on their needs. So also think about what you want to get out of it and then really look at like what may be the best assessment for your organization. If you're interested in learning more about the specific assessments, be sure to subscribe so that you can have access to the other episodes where we take a deeper dive into each one of these. In the show notes, there's also links to resources where we compare and contrast some of these assessments to find the one that's right for you. Thanks everybody for joining us on Stepping Into Your Leadership today. Thank you, Greg, for joining Please join us in future episodes as we take a deeper dive into some of these assessments that can make your work and your workplace more exciting, collaborative, and productive. Hey, everybody. Greg Shammy here. As we're closing out today's episode, I've got an awesome opportunity for your new managers and people leaders. Starting May 1st, our transformative eight-week online course called Leadership Learning Lab will kick off. In this course, managers will learn how to build trust and engage their teams, communicate more effectively, and empower themselves and others to achieve success. Imagine if early in your career you had learned how to master the art of impactful feedback, or how to navigate performance conversations with ease, and even how to delegate effectively. This course is an investment in your team to help your company grow and achieve ultimate success. It's an opportunity that will help your people Transform their leadership skills in just eight weeks. Spots are limited. Pre-sales open right now. This is a chance to get ahead and secure spots for your team members at a 10% discount. Use the code PRESALE, one word. Click on the link in the show notes for more info. And thank you so much for joining Christine today. I look forward to seeing your team in our Leadership Learning Lab.